0: back to the what if podcast by shamaria how was your week listen i have been having such a blessed good fulfilling i've been having a good week how about you let me know y'all already know message me Facebook on Instagram if you have my number you can text me just want to check in make sure everyone's doing well and even if you're not doing well I would love to hear about um some things that may be bothering you but song of the week is shall not want still on the old church basement album still been listening to it still been bumping it like it just came out yesterday but there's a song on there that says I shall not want my soul's got a shepherd in the valley and i shall not want today i want to talk to you about i'm trying to see like how can i word this i want to talk to you about your trust not being conditional um i have been reading a book and i definitely want to share the name of the book with you all it is called so long insecurity you've been a bad friend to us it is a book by beth moore and i'm telling y'all this book has changed my Life. I absolutely love this book. I would recommend this book, Um, especially to any woman. It's kind of geared towards women. But one thing that she said towards the end of the book has just been replaying in my mind day by day. She told a story about how she had so many fears, like many of us do. And I don't know if you guys can relate, but I have definitely done this. But do you know how sometimes? you like play situations out in your head like worst case scenario like you don't even think of the best case scenario you think of like the worst case scenario like god what if this happens to me like what if i don't get the job or what if i lose a family member or what if um this friendship doesn't work out or like sometimes i don't even want to start naming like the worst the worst of things that can happen but i'm pretty sure you can gather in your mind like sometimes where you just thought the worst and so she was having one of these moments and she said she could hear like clearly hear god speaking to her in her spirit and saying okay so if this does happen what are you going to do afterwards and so she said, well, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be upset, you know, I'm gonna go through all the of crying, being upset, um, you know, just being mad. And so God asked her, well, okay, after that, what's gonna happen? And she said, well, eventually I'll turn to, you know, I'll turn to you and I'm pretty sure that you'll heal me and everything will be fine. And so God said, well, if you plan on continuing to play out all these terrible scenarios in your head, I would rather you just play it all the way out to the end where you see me helping you where you see me working everything out for your good because the reality of it is no matter what happens to us no matter our circumstances the word stands firm on saying that he works everything out for our good so it doesn't matter Um, what happens to you. And I feel like sometimes we make trust a conditional thing. We say, oh, well, I trust God to not let this happen to me, to not let this happen to me. I trust God to make sure that I never have to go through this. And that's making it conditional. It's just like, well, what if he allows you to go through that? Or what if something like that does happen? Are you saying that you're not going to trust God? You're not going to continue your relationship with him? So our trust cannot be conditional. I want to give a biblical example of three people who they made sure that their trust wasn't conditional. Um, I want to talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when Nebuchadnezzar created an image of gold, 60 cubits high and 6 cubits wide, and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. So, he created this image of gold. He wanted everybody to bow down and worship this image of gold at a set time when the music played or whatever. But you have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who refuse to do it. I'm not going to read the whole story, but I encourage you to go read this entire story. It is in Daniel chapter three. And so um, the story goes on to say where they're being confronted by the king and the king is telling them, well, if you don't do this, I'm going to throw you into a blazing furnace. Now, I want you to journey in your mind through a time of where you were afraid, where you were afraid that something was going to happen, but you knew the right thing to do. Like, you knew I had to do this, I have to break up with this fear, I have to let this person go, I have to let go of this anxiety, I have to let go of this doubt, I have to leave this job. i have to push through i have to finish school like you had to do something but you were kind of afraid to do it imagine somebody telling you hey if you don't do this i'm gonna throw you in the furnace like this is what this is what shadrach meshach and Abednego were up against but their response is outstanding to me shadrach meshach and Abednego replied to him king nebuchadnezzar we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter what what they was really bold with it y'all and I think about how the word says the righteous are as bold as a lion like we have to be that bold like when we trust in God like that song says for my soul has a shepherd in the valley and I shall not want there is nothing that can move you because it's like you know God is gonna work it out you know who you serve you know the type of God that you serve So they said, I don't even have to defend myself before you. I don't have to explain myself to you. There's going to be times in your life where people are not going to understand why you do what you do. They're not going to understand why you separated yourself the way you did. They're not going to understand why you're so dedicated to what you're dedicated to. Some people are not even going to understand the vision God gave you. Some people don't even understand how you have so much faith the way you do despite what you have been through. But you have to be big enough to say, I don't even have to defend myself to you. Listen. I know who I serve. I know what's going on. I don't even have to defend myself to you. Then they go on to say, if we are thrown in the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But y'all, this is where everything changed for me. This is where I want us to really remember that our trust cannot be conditional. They said, but even if he doesn't, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. We have to have a even if he doesn't type of mindset. Like, even if God doesn't keep me from going through that heartbreak, even if God doesn't keep me from losing, you know, a family member or something like that, you know, Lord forbid that any of that happens. But... We have to have the mindset that we will trust God no matter what happens. We know that we live in an evil world. We know that things come, disease is here, lying is here, betrayal, deceit, manipulation. All these things live in this world that we live in, even though we're not of the world, we are in the world. And there are certain things that we're going to have to go through that we're going to have to experience to shape us. And we have to say, even if God allows me to go through this, or even if he doesn't stop this from happening to me I'm still gonna trust him I'm still gonna serve him it's not conditional it's not based off if he gives me this promotion or if he doesn't give me the promotion either way I'm still gonna serve him either way I still owe him a hallelujah either way I'm gonna push through because I know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord listen it's gonna work out that is the character of God that is who he is you are his child and he will never leave you in lack. Even in the valley, even in the wilderness, there is no lack. He will always supply. He will always provide for you. I think about the scripture where it says he's making ways in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God will send a river to your dry land. A river will will spring up in the middle of the desert, in the middle of where it seems so dry. God will send a river and people around you will start to wonder, how is she surviving? How is she making it through this? This is a tragedy. I would. This would have took me out. People will start to wonder, who is it the God that you serve? What is something different about her? Is something different about him. People will start to inquire and God will get the glory out of that. It's going to encourage somebody else. It's going to encourage somebody to keep pushing through. You can be going through legit hell and with a smile on your face. If you trust in God, if you say, God, I trust you, period. That's one of the things that she said in the book. It can't be, well, I trust God if he does this. It has to be, no. I trust God, period. That's it. I trust him no matter what happens. I trust him if I don't get the outcome that I expected. I still trust him because I know that greater is coming. Greater is coming. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And we have to believe that God always has something better for us. When we get a no or things don't turn out exactly how we thought they would, we have to remember that. The word says that many are many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is his purpose that will prevail. Let's meditate on that. Because sometimes we have so many plans, and it's good to have plans, it's great to have vision, but sometimes things don't turn out exactly how we thought they would. And that's where that scripture comes in handy. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is my purpose that will prevail. Knowing that God knows and sees what we can't see. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. So he can think way beyond what we can think. He can see way ahead beyond what we can see. And I just want to encourage you and let you know that everything is working out for your good. Even if it doesn't feel like it right now. Even if you don't physically see it right now. I think I talked about this um one week on the podcast sometimes we have to you know tap out of our sight and tap into our vision you may not physically see it right now but you can vision it that's where your faith comes in when you start change when you change the way you think you can change your life and that's what i have been learning um in this season it starts in your mind. The word says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to allow God into your mind and he will change the way you think. And you'll start to notice, even if your circumstance doesn't change in that moment, even if the situation doesn't change, something changes in you. You know, you start to change and you start to see things differently and you'll start to see your situation start to change. Um, when When we think and we meditate, on the promises of God and who He is, and how He's so faithful, and how He's able to do exceeding abundantly all we can ask or think, then our reality starts to align with what we see in the spirit. Some things are already done in the spirit, but they're waiting to be revealed in the natural. And the way that we activate that is through our faith. We start to envision it and we start to see it in the spirit. We start to see the manifestation of the things that God promised to us that he told us that we can have. We start to envision those things. And then all of a sudden it'll happen. And you'll look up and you'll be like, wow, I'm living in the thing that God said that I can have. I'm living in those moments that he promised me those things that i dreamed about those things that i had i was only seeing in the spirit now i'm seeing it in the natural so we have to keep our faith alive we have to stay in our word we have to stay prayed up and we have to um, pray over our ears pray over our eyes i always say god guard my ears guard my eye gates guard my mouth so i don't speak anything against myself um And sometimes at night when I pray, I'll say, Lord, I rebuke any negative thing I spoke or thought against myself. Because sometimes it's you, you know, sometimes it's you. I wanted to try to find another scripture. I believe it is in Philippians. If you could give me a moment, I think it's in Philippians 4. But it's where Paul is talking about how um, he's learned how to, you know, be okay in every season. So he says, I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever my circumstance. (sighs) When you start to build and live in relationship with God, not just build the relationship, but actually live in that place of relationship. You start to see that you're okay no matter the circumstance, no matter what's against you, no matter who's for you, no matter what you're going through, no matter if you're dealing with a sickness or disease, no matter if you're dealing with a broken marriage, no matter if you're dealing with broken friendships, um, no matter what you're dealing with, you will learn to be content in every circumstance because you know there's a knowing that God is working everything out. You may not know how He's working it out. You may not know when everything is gonna change, but that knowing, it frees you from fear. It frees you from from worry. You have no reason to fear because you know who God is. I'm here to tell you today, you have no reason to fear. You have no reason to doubt. I want you to think back, has God ever lost a battle? No. He's never lost the battle. His train filled the temple. In Isaiah, it tells us that his train filled the temple, which indicates that he's never lost the battle. He's never lost the battle. So why would he, he's not about to start losing now? Especially not with his children. <laughs> Especially not with us. That scripture goes on to say, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We have this treasure. It's the light of Jesus. That's who he is, y'all. We can do all things through him who strengthens us. So no matter how hard it looks, no matter how impossible it may seem, I dare you to dream again. I dare you to envision what God promised you. And I dare you to dream the best possible outcome. Because when you do that, He will do exceeding, abundantly above. God wants to give us, wants to give us things that we hadn't even thought to pray for. There's some promises, there's some gifts, some some blessings that God has for you that you couldn't even think to pray for. That's how big it is. That's how good he is. So I want us to meditate on those things. And I kind of want to end this um, with that scripture from Psalms 23 and 4. It says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That can bring us so much comfort. Though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You don't have to be afraid. Fear is from the devil, for the word says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So let's take a moment to receive that power to receive that love, to receive that sound mind. And I'm standing in agreement with you and I'm not standing in agreement from a place um, that lacks experience. I've experienced it for myself. I'm not telling you what I heard, I'm telling you what I know. God has freed me from anxiety. God has freed me from depression. I have been through it myself. I have lived through it. There have been days and nights where I thought I was not going to make it. But yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not want. We don't have to want for anything. We can trust in the King. We can trust in our Father. I love you. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Listen, I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. I believe in you. And I'm proud of you. And I'll see you next week.